Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, my friends. Simon Miller here. And as you can probably hear from my voice and see on my face, somebody is very sick. And I'm sad to say that it's you. Of course, it's not you. It's me, just in case you need that clarifying. So even though we are at the last episode of Ups and Downs for 2023, it's probably going to be a little bit of a low-key one. Otherwise, I may collapse. However, as we have talked about before, the train never stops. We ride that thing right into hell. It's hot in here. <laughs> we did just have a pretty good smacker down. So let's up those doubts. Bray Wyatt was out to start SmackDown this week. If you thought things were weird before, sheesh. That has become the way. Wyatt told us that he's not a bad person. He tries not to have regrets. Although he does have a regret right now because last week he tried to kill a cameraman. And in retrospect, that wasn't a good idea. So not only is he a potential murderer, but he's also a liar. Because within 37 seconds, he said, oh, I have no regrets. Ha <laughs> ha, here's a regret. Lana Knight was having none of this and he came out to confront Bray. And I tell you what I like about Lana Knight. He doesn't really sell any of this like he's scared, more so than he's totally confused, which is kind of how I feel too. Also, he's a very good promo. I like all his yeah. He also thinks that when Uncle Howdy showed up on SmackDown a few weeks ago, it was just one of Bray Wyatt's goons pretending, which was when, of course, the lights all went out and out came the uncle. This is a really strange guy. This was far less of a tease as what happened previously, because Bray Wyatt stood next to Howdy and Howdy stood next to Bray Wyatt when all of a sudden, as the lights were still turned down, Uncle Howdy hit the sister Gabigail onto Bray Wyatt. As LA Knight was a little bit like, well, man, now I'm more confused than ever. In fact, he was so baffled, he just walked off and then Unc did the same. And I kind of stood there scratching my head because I have absolutely no idea what direction this is going. Apart from the fact that also during this segment, Bray Wyatt challenged LA Knight to a match at the Royal Rumble. They're going to do it. Later on, too, we found out from Michael Cole it's going to be a pitch black match. And yes, it's sponsored by Mountain Dew. I don't care. I have real problems in my life. And maybe they come up with a very good concept. What I do like about this is that it does have me on tenterhooks as I try to figure it all out. There's enough storylines on SmackDown where you can at least do it with one of these. Give me it up. Sammy Zayn with them backstage knocking on the Bloodline's door. And I was a little bit like, well, why can't you just go in there anyway? Paul Heyman did answer and they hugged. And they talked about Hanukkah. And they talked about Ramadan, which I thought was lovely. As Paul said to Sam, man, that promo you cut last week, I tell you, it made Roman Reigns feel all warm and fuzzy in the tum-tum. Although I don't think he was best pleased that when you were doing it, all of the audience started to chant Sammy. Naturally, then everybody in this arena started to chant to Zayn as he did go through to discuss strategy with the head of the table. 
but you can already see the seeds being sprinkled here. And if you don't want heartache in 2023, well, you getting it. We end this year with what we have been doing for a long period throughout it, and just looking at the bloodline and giving them an up. We never failed to make all of this work, and the whole thing has been tremendous. And speaking about ending the year on a high, Solar Sokoa, man, he has smashed it. He was taking on Sheamus here with the Usos and the Brawling Brutes at ringside, and I'm just going to give it to you as straight as an arrow. He flipping won. Now, I assumed that he should win, and I wanted him to be victorious, but Sheamus, too, has had an awesome 2022, so the fact that he lost here, I tell you, we're building bricks. They also just spanked each other really hard when the bell did ring. Well, they didn't spank each other, but they hit each other as hard as they could. And I think it must have pissed Solus to go off, because at one point, he just went to get a chair, the Oost was like, don't do that, you'll get disqualified. Seamus then came in with a big kick, but Solo kind of sold that like he'd eaten it for tea, which is when the Irishman was like, all right, I'm going to give you a Tilterwell backbreaker. This was good. He then moved into the Texas Cloverleaf, which is when Jay Uso just started jumping around like a moron. And of course, no referee or no wrestler can handle this. So everybody was distracted. So what did Jimmy Uso do? He got his cousin out of danger. And I was like, you son of a bitch. This obviously meant all the teams on the outside decided they were going to start fighting. And Sheamus was so mad, he climbed to the top rope and he dove onto Jimmy and Jay. I was like, even he is doing it now. He knew the calendar year was about to end and he wanted to get in his 2022 dive. The thing is, it meant he totally forgot about Sola Sokoa, who crept on him in, threw him into the ring post, hit him with a Samoan spike, and like I've already said, pinned him from the one, two, three. But I kind of stood up and did a jig here because I was so damn pleased. Solo Sokoa should probably be some kind of champion in the next 12 months. There was more to this as well because the bloodline was about to beat up Sheamus and the Brawling Brutes when, of course, Drew McIntyre made his return to SmackDown. He chased everybody away when he went and partied down with the rest of his boys. So now you can do some form of this in the future. Well, then when we get to WrestleMania, I still want Drew versus Sheamus. Don't know why. Just do up. And then, well... Things got weird. Let's go. The first thing we were doing our big WWE SmackDown women's title match is Raquel Rodriguez was taken on Ronda Rousey. And this was totally fine. And as they have shown before, they have real good chemistry together. It was what came afterwards that made me a confused car. And we all know that Raquel is injured, so Ronda went after that arm as if it was a hater on the internet. And that's what we structured this match around. Rodriguez is an absolute powerhouse and even does a lat spread when she gets to the ring. But Rousey always knew, well, you could do whatever you want to me, but I'm just going to slap you on your holding device and down you're going to go. That's what happened. She also went all Arkham Asylum on Raquel, who was just running around. So at one point, Ronda got out of the way and Rodriguez ate the turnbuckle. I was like, man, people got to stop doing that. And there was this really cool bit where somehow Ronda turned a spinning slam into an arm bar. So Raquel was like, nope, we're going to the Boston Crab. So Rousey was like, oh, actually, surprise, surprise. We're now going to the ankle lock. So it was like submission wars. And they were just trying to hit each other's finishes. And Raquel was desperate to hit the Takana bomb, but she wasn't able to do it. To the point they tumbled over the rope and she grabbed Ronda and she threw her into the ring apron. But listen to me, I can barely talk. I can barely get my words out. So sadly, there won't be a skit today. So instead, I'll just stand here like this and I'll turn off the green screen and you can do something stupid with me. Shayna Baszler then basically screwed all of this because Raquel had the damn thing won, but she put Rousey's foot on the rope. And even though the referee saw this and was like, Shayna, you absolute goober, did he eject her from the arena? Did he hell? He didn't do much of anything. This is when Ronda and Raquel decided, well, we better go fight on the top rope. All of a sudden, Rousey had her in an arm bar. They fell back to the canvas, which looked pretty badass. And of course, this was on the wounded weapon. And Raquel 
had to tap out. So I thought that was a very good looking finish. And once again, even though Raquel Rodriguez did lose, it made you go, well, I think in the future you're going to do this and you're probably going to be a champion. So I am going to give it an up. But it begs the question why we did what we did next. Because right after this, Charlotte Flair returned to WWE to a massive pop. And while it kind of felt like we were just setting the seeds for a new feud, nope, we were just going to do WrestleMania 9 again. Because Ronda laughed at this going, oh, it's the Queen. She probably wants to have a shot at SummerSlam. No, it must be the Royal Rumble, because that's right around the corner. And Flair tied into this by going, well, yeah, you're kind of right, but I'm not waiting a few weeks. I want one right now. And for some reason, even though Shayna Baszler was like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, Ronda said yes. What an idiot. And then within 40 seconds, Flair booted Ronda Rousey, kind of beat her up a little bit. Rousey went for the armbar, and Charlotte turned that into the most devastating move in all sports entertainment, surprise roll-up. She held the tights, she got the three, and now she's the brand new women's champion. What? Do I do like a good surprise, and this was that to a point, and I've got no problem with Charlotte Flair being back, but why didn't we just do this with Raquel Rodriguez and go, hey, in 2023, we're going to give her a mega push? Because it doesn't matter what you do with Charlotte these days, she's already a star. It also just felt super rushed and like we wasted weeks of television, unless Ronda Rousey is going away for a while. So I didn't understand this at all. It went right over my bald head, kind of looked up at the ceiling, and then before I knew it, it flowed away, so I got to give it a down. It just didn't feel all that important, really should have felt massive. I tell you what was better though, this sign, Simon give me it up. All right. Now the fact that we did get one last one in before the end of 2022 just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy in my tum tum. You do get an up and I will take this opportunity to thank you all one last time. Now, a few people have suggested that next year we should just do like a ups and downs sign counter so we can document them all. But I am going to make you, you let that decision because that sounds pretty damn arrogant to me. So you can do it down in the comments. You can say yes or you can say no. Either is fine, but I am giving you it up. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. 
Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Back to the bloodline after this. I actually get excited. The whole team was discussing what they were going to do in the main event when Sami Zayn was all, hey, Roman, love, love my life. Can you just tell me that you weren't mad at me seven days ago? Because I'm a little bit worried about it. And Roman was all like, no, I don't care about that. I just love the fact you were so passionate. And I know later on, you're not going to let me down. No, I wouldn't trust this man at all because he had I'm going to kill you eyes. But once again, you can just see what we're doing here. And I'm super duper excited about it, especially when you learn what did happen in that main event. So as ever, I am going to give it an up. We probably should have taken those segments and just merged them together. But WWE didn't do that on their TV. I'm not doing it on mine. I am totally scared, though, that before we do get to the Royal Rumble, Sami Zayn is going to get absolutely murked. Talking about people being scared, here was Dominic Mysterio. Because WWE finally showed the footage where Dominic and Rhea Ripley turned up to Rey Mysterio's dad's house, or his grandfather. And while Papa was all like, oh man, it's so good to see you, Rey did not feel the same. Eventually, they got onto it. Somebody ran the cops. Dommy boy got arrested. As he was being driven off as well, though, baby Mysterio was all like, I can't go to jail, I'm not going to make it. And it is just yet more evidence that in 2022, Dominic has perfectly found his role, he's embraced it. He's one of my favourite characters on television. And then Smackdown went weird again, but I was also kind of happy. This was mostly because the Maximum Male models were finally back and I missed them, I need goofy wrestling in my life. And they were hanging out with The New Day and they were hanging out with Ricochet and they were hanging out with Mad Cat Moss and Hit Row were there too. So everybody got in a circle and just went, ha ha, top dollar. You scrolled up that dive weeks ago. Aren't you a moron? Huh. Now, surprise, surprise, top dollar got annoyed after this, after Ricochet had taken it too far and he shoved him. This is when Ashante the Adonis scooted him out of the room. But everybody agreed, well, that was a little bit over the top. What a dick. It certainly felt like to me this was some kind of heel turn, which we should do because Hit Row haven't clicked on the main roster yet. So we could do something different. But I don't think it's the best idea to open this door. People on the internet went already crazy about this, and it doesn't matter. People are allowed to botch stuff, and now you've basically given them the green light to go even more bunk. So with all that said, I am going to give it a down, because again, I think we just have to normalize this. Sometimes you'll do a move, and it will go great. Sometimes you'll do a move, and it will absolutely suck. I dove off the top rope the other day, and I thought, man, maybe I could die. Thankfully, I didn't, but you just never know. Down. Gunther and Imperium were here next. I love them. Because they were basically talking about Gunther being Intercontinental Champion and how throughout 2022 he's ruined that guy, he's ruined this guy, he's the absolute best and nobody can touch him. They even showed a video of him getting a bunch of wins. Man himself was about to say something too and all of a sudden we just heard, raw. and Braun Strowman came out and he was like, oh, listen to me, Gunther. I watched that video as well and do you know who you didn't beat during it? Me, because you've never beaten me. And I was like, Braun, that is the stupidest thing anyone has ever said. I could say that. I didn't see Simon Miller in the Gunther video. So why don't I go up to him and say, yeah, you didn't beat me either. I'll tell you why. Because he'll chop the hair back into me I don't need it. He then challenged Gunther and they got into this big fight, but it was kind of funny. Because after Strowman had taken out Ludwig Kaiser and Giardo Vinci when he ran around the ring, he went to do the same to the Intercontinental Champion, who just, oh, I'm dying, who just took a step to the left. 
and Braun went crashing through Barry Barricade. I was like, man, Strowman, you having a terrible evening. Good thing got a chair and he was going to beat the hell out of everybody when Ricochet came out with a chair of his own. So I suppose Braun and Ricochet are buddies now. And he hit Gunther so hard, I tell you. He must have injured him because a bunch of referees ran out there. That looked disgusting. So we do have a brand new feud set up for next year, or at least one we've been playing around with. And I would still rather Gunther did win it, because I think if we get to WrestleMania and he's still holding on to this belt, you could do a pretty big match. Giving it up. Which brought us to our main event. Oh, what fun this was. Obviously, it was Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn taking on Kevin Owens and John Cena. And every single person in this building just wanted to see Cena. And when his music started, do 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 do, they went absolutely nuts. I mean, this guy was hated five or six years ago, and now he's beloved. Do not get me wrong, he deserves it. He's an old timer. I mean, it was so loud, it's one of those things you probably want to go out of your way to watch. Otherwise, there's not much to talk about until John Cena tagged in. Because the whole story was, oh, John tried to get in, he wasn't able to. Oh, John tried to get in, he wasn't able to. Oh, John tried to get in, he wasn't able to. Now, the whole time, he was an apron, just shouting out spots, which was killing me. But once again, I love John Cena, and I wish him nothing but the best. Eventually, Kevin Owens was able to get the hot tag too, and they just ran wild on everyone. I mean, they give a double five-knuckle shuffle to the bloodline. Roman got hit with the AA which is when, dun, 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 Sami Zayn took the stunner and Kevin Owens pinned him for the one, two, three. So what do you think is going to happen next week? Roman is going to see Sam and be like, you told me this wasn't going to happen. Now I must gut you. It also meant the last SmackDown of 2022 went off with the goodest of all good guys celebrating. And once again, you should find 15 minutes in your schedule today to just sit down and have a good time. You could feel the energy in the room and it came out of the TV and it smashed you right in the face and you could bathe in it. That's when sports entertainment is at its best. Up. It also means that John Cena carries on that crazy record where he's had at least one match over the last 22 years, whatever the hell it is. And he probably is going to be at WrestleMania. And why we didn't see any teases here, you gotta think it's coming. But it really did bookend this SmackDown. I had a very good time watching it and I'm giving it an up. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, 
you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. 